This little light of mine. Welcome to the Witness to Love podcast, where we discuss the transforming power of authentic witnesses and community that marriages and families create for our church and world. I'm Mary Rose Verrett. And I'm Ryan Verrett. We are a Catholic married couple seeking to draw other married couples closer to Christ. We release a podcast every third Thursday of the month. Thank you for tuning in. We're so glad you are here. Welcome back to the Witness to Love podcast. We're so happy you're here. Fantastic to be with you. This is Ryan. This is Mary Rose. And uh, we are so excited to get into this, continue on in this year of believing. And for those of you who haven't joined us for the Be Light date night series, uh, we release every month date night content, uh, beautiful free resources. So just go to witnesstolove.org and click on Be Light. And so uh, this year, uh, this month, this week, we're really focused on believing. Uh, What do you believe about marriage and and, and how how is God revealing himself to you in your marriage? As we're recording this right now, we're coming off of uh, a good chunk of time that we spend annually connecting with with couples, with uh, just marriages across the U.S. It's always an amazing time and this is not a... uh, uh, a time sensitive type of topic, but it's something that, you know, once a year we take an opportunity ourselves to have a retreat and also just to co- connect with the whole mission of Witness to Love. And it's just something we want to share with you in detail about right now because it really, really sets the, the stage for the year of believing. You might remember from our previous podcast, we were sharing with you some stories about couples that we had met in California. We we shared uh, some stories and we actually recorded that podcast somewhere in California right. yeah. on the way from Southern California to Northern California. Actually, I remember where it was. It was actually in a, I think. It was a hotel bathroom. It was the only yeah. place we could find a quiet so spot So when you travel with five kids, you have to be really creative and you have to figure out the best time. And it just so happened that the bathroom had the best acoustics. Yes, it did. So the bathroom's not just good for singing. So um, <laughs> it's good for podcasts. Uh, but so, you know, if you remember, we, we had shared those those witness stories and those really couples sharing their, their salvation stories with us. And, uh, you know, we, we want to reflect a little deeper on that. And it's just it's really been something that has stuck with us since we this whole summer trip. As a Catholic, you know, and someone we've been involved in marriage uh, preparation, marriage formation for years. And, you know, we all know that when we were married in the church that we received the sacrament. And, you know, we talk about this year of believing, really understanding and reflecting upon what it means to believe. And one thing I just, it always bothers me is that I don't feel like people can really articulate and sort of explain what is what is the sacrament mean? What is the grace of the sacrament of matrimony? What's really happening? I know maybe some of us could probably go look up the definition of a sacrament, something like an efficacious sign of grace instituted by Christ and entrusted to the church. I mean, sorry for... That's a good kinda, definition. Yeah, that's a good definition, but that's a lot of words, and maybe a, a lot of us on a daily basis can't really understand or appreciate what an efficacious sign of sign is but i think what we what we can um share with you and what we can speak to and what we can sort of discuss and even sort of our small your be like groups which i hope you're participating in by the way monthly (laughs) is that you can really share how christ is active in your life but it's not just active like christ is some nice guy that really helps us to you know, encourages us to be happy and Or the and best thankful. version of ourselves. Right. We're going way beyond that. He's really kind of saving us from ourselves. You're like, wow, that sounds maybe a little bit like a lot a lot there or a bit much. But yeah, we have this sort of tendency to really kind of get caught up in maybe what what we need or what our perspective is on things. 
but a shared life, right? And when scripture says when two or more are gathered in his name, God is really present. So a shared life, a life of a covenant really ushers in the presence of God, but also really, really, you can see a complete path of salvation because a lot of us for our salvation is not necessarily fighting a maybe a demon in our life that it's possible obviously but for most of us it's really just kind of dying to that that old self in an old way and becoming a new person together with our spouse it's uh, i think much easier to be a saint all by yourself because there's no one to annoy you there's no one to distract you there's no one to frustrate you but you know, for any of us who've lived in a family, which is all or most of us, <laughs> um, or those of us who are married, you know, it's kind of iron sharpens iron. And uh, to really, um, uh, to die to self in those ways you never thought you'd have to die to yourself. Just the other day, we had come across this great, this quote from an, a doctor of the church from the Middle Ages. You're like, wow, Ryan's bringing all this theology in. But this doctor of the church said, you know, it's easy a lot for a lot of us to go from, and I'm paraphrasing, from a, a a life of maybe outside of God or a life of kind of sinful ways to a life of grace. He said, but many of us have a hard time going from being good to being great. Like there's not a lot of, a lot of that. And I think that is what the year of believing is about. That's what Christ is about. It's, you know, remember marriage is something that's good. We, we should never make anyone feel bad who is married outside of the church because in many ways, just when a man and a woman come together and commit themselves in a natural sense, that's a good thing. Now, we we know that God is calling us to be more, and we know that we really need grace, and so it's not a compromise on church teachings. But in the beginning, you know, before, you know, with Adam and Eve, God just, you know, looked at them and said, you know, when, when a man and a woman come together and become one flesh, that's a good thing. But we know today, after, obviously, original sin, that we need grace and we need the presence of God. In particular, we need this sort of sanctifying grace. So Mary Rose is going to share basically how sanctifying grace looks <laughs> on a daily basis. She's looking back at you, really? Right. I mean, on, on a daily basis. You mean basis. like choices. You mean exactly, like, oh. exactly. How, how, can, how can God make, give us this opportunity to go from just really good to better or good from even to even great? Well, I think that, you know, there, there's a dying to self that, that we don't always see. And I think it's not until, you know, you hear from someone else what they see, which, which again, is why mentoring is so important, which is why witness is so important and why being in, in groups is so important. Because, you know, for example, we were uh, giving a talk at a conference in San Antonio this past weekend and, you know, having... Uh, five kids in the car for six and a half hours, getting them there. It felt like a lot. It was a lot. And, <laughs> and you know, feeding them and trying to, you know, give them time and uh, get, be present for the conference and give our talks and, like, you know, just yeah, changing, do everything. Changing diapers in, it was the, just uh, a lot. in the minivan. Yeah. It, it, it was a lot. And, <clears throat> and so, you know, I think we were feeling a little frazzled. And um, after we gave our talk, a, a number of couples came up to us and said, hey, you know, we saw you in the restaurant uh, earlier or we saw you at dinner at the conference, you know, with your kids. And we wanted to come up and tell you great job, but we didn't want to bother you. But, you know, now we're going to come tell you, like, you know, great job, mommy and daddy. And, like... You know, anybody who's ever tried to get five kids to, you know, under the 11 and under to sit down and eat a meal and like make eye contact, it's really difficult. And so um, I think 
you know, we don't always see how we're growing, but when someone comes up and gives words of encouragement, that's so important. And so giving encouragement, words of encouragement to others, but also giving words of encouragement to your spouse, to your kids. It's so easy to kind of put your nose to the grindstone and get on that hamster wheel and just kind of go through all the motions of life, you know, kids and school and work and, um, you know, following up with commitments and it, it, it can all become very, uh, Ryan always says, very utilitarian, you know, just, but, but marriage is, you know, when you said efficacious sign, I mean, it, it is the sign that you see, you know, and the grace comes from living it. We went to many places, as Mary was highlighting, the, this efficacious sign. So efficacious just means it causes something to happen. It causes a change. And so the sign of marriage, it's not wedding bands, the sign of, of marriage is a, is a life sort of shared between a husband and wife, a love that's what, free, total, faithful and fruitful and remember i always say all the time is emphasize that we you know god is only the 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 part of the equation that makes it totally free totally faithful totally perfect and totally fruitful now we we have to work really hard at it but when god is an essential piece of that we believe that sort of he fills that gap that our human limitations um sort of uh, create you know and, and we each have gaps that are different from each other but an, the sign of a husband and wife coming together in the eyes of the community, before the community, you know, officiated over by an ordained minister of the church, really brings grace into the world. Because when it's, it's not a contract, we believe it's not a contract, it's not something on paper. Remember, it's a covenant and something, it's an et- eternal sign. But even signs are something that inspire. Remember, we grow. Not to get really Catholic nerdy on you, you know, we, we grow through uh, relationships. And the reason why we go through relationships is because if you look at St. Thomas Aquinas, the Catechisms, Aristotle, we learn that we grow primarily through the senses. So we, we see, touch, smell, feel, and hear. It causes a reaction in us. And when we see, touch, smell, hear, and taste those things that are good, good for us, and the good for our minds, good for our hearts, and good for our souls, it causes us to really grow. And that's that's what's really unique about the sacrament of matrimony. It's not a stained glass window experience. It's something that through a relationship you become, I don't want to say the best version of yourself, but you become all that God wants you to be. But in particular, I think as St. Paul would say, I mean, St. John would say in the book of Revelation, you become that new creation in Christ that you could never become on your own. We, uh, especially in our, our travels and in recent conversations, even with our children, this question keeps coming up of, well, if it's not a Catholic wedding, what is it? Or or if it's not in a church, what is it? Or, you know, just our, our kids are starting to, you know, ask those questions. And, and, we, and we get asked those questions a lot, you know, just uh, in our work. And um, yeah, they all start, they're starting to ask the big questions. So you, <laughs> all those you, big questions. Any of your parents, people who have been parents longer than us. Let us know what's the best way to answer those questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we, 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 you know, we explained to um, them that it's a difference, you know, between a contract and a covenant. And uh, our daughter immediately, you know, 11, uh, 11 years old, she said, oh, covenant, um, an eternal bond between Christ and his people or God and his people. And I was like, boom, boom, that's it. You know, and she's like, why would anyone choose something else? 
Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. She's like, and marriage is like one of the most important things. Exactly. And so I think, um, you know, the more that we can have these conversations with our kids, the better, because, you know, there is such a pull by society to secularize relationships. And that, you know, if you ask a young adult what marriage is, or why get married, you're going to get some really interesting responses unless they've been formed to understand a covenant. Yeah. So in, in, in summary, we want you, we want to invite you to reflect upon how this, this covenant is something that it's, it's worth just really sitting with and, and thinking about it's, I know it's really busy being just married and living in the world. And if you have children and older, younger, there's always something to do. Um, but I think as we're, we were wrapping up this whole, you know, time of, of traveling that we do annually in our retreat, you know, we really want to reflect upon that in Christ, you know, there's no condemnation in Christ. And so we believe that Christ is not here to really make us, Jesus is not really here to make us feel bad for things of the past, but he's here to invite us to really step into um, an invitation with God our Father in relationships, a deepening relationships. And in the sacrament of matrimony, we believe that it's an invitation that goes from something good, which is just the natural way we want to relate to each other, to go to something that's better. But I also need to put a plug. If you haven't participated in our Be More retreat, you should. You know, even wherever wherever you've been, or you, if you're married or, or, or engaged at this time, that Be More retreat is really using that invitational language to really understand the sacrament of matrimony. And if you want to know more about that, let us know. But it's free and it's on the app. And uh, also for those of you who are listening, uh, perhaps if you're listening and you're not sacramentally married, um, you maybe you're uh, civilly married or you're considering marriage, um, you know, there is a a world of difference and an ocean of grace difference between being uh, civilly married and being sacramentally married. And so, um, or, or if you have friends or, or family members who are not married uh, in, in the church and they, they're not receiving the grace of the sacrament, um, you know, marriage is difficult. There are some difficult times. You know, I think we've all especially in the past year, gone through some difficult times, you know, just uh, health and the economy and family. There's just so many things uh, that can weigh us down. But when you have the grace to really bring you and your spouse together on your knees, uh, really in the heart of Christ, um, uh, it changes everything. And the difficult times become times that you look back on, that you, you grew closer together and closer to God. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for being with us today. This little light of mine. Thanks for joining the Witness to Love podcast today. You can learn more about our tools to support God's beautiful vision for your marriage at witnesstolove.org. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We'd love to connect with you. Share how you and your spouse are being a witness to love in our world by using Witness to Love Movement hashtag on social media, and you'll have a chance to be featured in our stories. Always remember your marriage is called to be a light in the world. We'll see you next month. May God bless your marriage. I'm gonna let it shine This little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine Let it shine Let it shine Let it shine